The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals, where crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs can learn and experience the art of crystal healing. In today's show, we're going to explore a little bit about how to use crystals with the principles of feng shui for your office or healing arts room. So many of you listening, I know from your comments and um, over on the blog and from the emails I get from you, have your own healing arts practice, or you have a special space maybe in your home where you focus on self-healing and self-care and doing things just for friends and family. But either way, you're you know, helping to create some positive energy for yourself and others and um, really create some transformation with the use of crystals. So what I thought would be really interesting is if we took some time in today's episode to really dig into crystal feng shui and combine these two principles together so that you can really transform your home healing arts room or your office space or your professional space with crystal energy. So let's go ahead and get started and dive in together. So I want you to really think about this concept of combining the principles of crystal healing and feng shui kind of twofold. So in traditional feng shui, there's something called a bagua map, and this is kind of an energetic map of a space. So it kind of flows according to where the main entry of your space is, And then there are different correspondences that help balance out the energy of that space based on their color and their different elemental energies. So when you're incorporating crystals into a feng shui approach, you can incorporate crystals based on their color in order to match the color of the energy frequency you're trying to create in that area of your space. Or you can use crystals of a particular elemental correspondence. Uh, The other thing that you can do is look at the different areas of the Bagua map, which are broken down into different sections or aspects of your life, and you can choose crystals that correspond to that particular area. Now, what's awesome is if you can find a stone that actually does all those things at the same time, then you have one that's really harmonious for your space. Over on the blog, loveandlighthealingschool.com slash blog, you'll see this blog topic, Crystal Feng Shui for your office or healing arts room. On that blog, I actually have a special gift for you today. It's a downloadable healing crystals for Feng Shui Bagua map. So this is the exact Bagua map that I use in my space when I'm adding crystals to kind of shift the energy. Um, But it's really helpful because it has the Bagua map broken down into the nine spaces of the Bagua with the color correspondences, some suggested crystals, and also the elements. So I definitely encourage you to go over, 
grab that free download because it's going to be super helpful when you're putting this information into practice in your own space. So I'm just going to kind of walk you through these different areas of the Bagua map, give you some suggestions for crystals that you can use in that area based on each of these different correspondences and hopefully give you some really helpful tips on how you can start implementing these changes. Now, one thing I want to say here is that when you're making changes in your space, especially based on feng shui and principles of energy, you want to do this slowly and over time. So if you create, you know, tons of change all at once, you go in and you make tons of changes, that's going to create a little bit of a chaotic energy because you're really stirring things up. Make a little change, give a little tweak, give it a few weeks, see how things in your life improve based on that flow of energy, because that's the idea behind feng shui is that by changing the energy in your space, you actually shift the energy in your life. So give it a couple weeks, see how things are changing. And then if you need to have another little tweak here or there, you can do that, but do it slowly over time. So you really have a chance to evaluate how things are changing before you throw everything into chaos and turmoil by making too many changes at once. Okay, with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into the nine areas of the Bagua map and their different correspondent crystals. So in the far back left corner from your main entrance, this is your wealth and prosperity corner. And most people, even if you're not a feng shui expert, um, if you've heard of you know anything that has to do with feng shui, you probably know about the wealth corner or prosperity corner. And the colors for this area of your home or of your healing art space are blue, purple, and red. So you can use blue, purple, or red crystals to bring this energy in. Now in this space, I love using purple crystals if I'm going based on the color because purple is a combination of blue and red. So it's kind of like bringing all of those energies together harmoniously. So some great crystals based on color for this area of the Bagua might be amethyst or charoite. And these are the ones that you can actually see on the Bagua map download sheet that I have for you as a free resource. Now, if you wanted to go based more on the elemental correspondences for this area, this area is really connected to fire and wood. So fiery crystals include things like red jasper, garnet, ruby, and fire agate, and crystals that correspond more to the wood element would be things like, of course, petrified wood, but also smoky quartz and tiger's eye, golden tiger's eye. So another thing that you can do when choosing crystals for a particular area is think about the actual concept or idea that you're trying to enhance or improve. So since this is the wealth or prosperity corner, you could also choose crystals based on their known properties. So if you wanted to choose some crystals that would boost your prosperity or wealth, you may want to consider things like citrine, pyrite, jade, or green aventurine. Now let's go to the next area of the Bagua, and this is in the far back center of the Bagua map. And this is the fame and reputation area. So if you were trying to, you know, enhance your expert status in your sacred business or in your healing arts practice, or if you're working on getting some media attention for your business, 
Or if you're using crystals more for yourself, maybe this is something like you're trying to get recognized for your achievements in your career, or even just with your friends and family member, just kind of get some recognition. So this area corresponds really strongly with the color red. So you can use red stones here like red jasper and red tiger's eye. Think really true red stones. Um, you, you, you know, can lean a little bit more to the pinkish red color, but the true red here really goes a long way to enhancing this energy. Now the elemental correspondence here is fire and wood as well. So you can use the same types of stones that I recommended for the wealth and prosperity corner to connect with that elemental energy. Now, you also want to look at crystals that really enhance this idea of fame and reputation. So something like citrine, which is a huge success booster, would be perfect for this area. Um, and then something also like snowflake obsidian. Snowflake obsidian is known for being kind of an assertive stone. So it really does help get you recognized and um, appreciated for your achievements and accomplishments and the energy that you've put into a project. So next that takes us to our love and marriage corner. So this is in the far back right corner. And the color of this area is red, pink, and white. So again, I love using pink here because it's that combination of red and white energy. So think stones like rose quartz, pink mangano calcite, rhodochrosite. These are beautiful stones. Pink opal would be also very appropriate. Now, the elements for this area of the Bagua map are fire and metal. So we have those fire stones we already spoke about, but you can also use stones related to metal. And I like to use actual metallic minerals for this. So think things like pyrite and hematite here. These are great. Now, there's also, again, that general concept of this area of the Bagua, love and marriage. So when thinking about stones that relate to love and marriage, you might already be thinking about a lot of the pink stones like rose quartz, which is really strongly connected with love. But you may also want to incorporate more of the intense pink energies here, something like ruby for passion um, and sexual energy, or also something like rhodonite for enhancing the friendship side of your relationships. The next area of the Bagua is in the center left, and this is the health and family area. And this area corresponds to green and blue stones. So I really lean a little bit more toward green stones in this area, especially because of the connection with health. Green is really strongly aligned with healing energy. So you may want to consider using green stones like emerald, peridot, or green aventurine. Now, this area corresponds to fire and wood, um, but it also has a little bit of an influence of water energy. So you may want to consider incorporating a little bit of a blue-green stone in this area, something like chrysocolla. Now, because this is the health and family area, there are really two kind of ideas or concepts for crystals that you could pull in. So for health, you may want to stick with those green energy crystals like the emerald, the green aventurine. But for family, you might want to consider something that promotes group cooperation, group harmony. So something like Druzy chrysocolla is beautiful for this. Um, and then also something like 
that rhodonite that we discussed for the love and marriage area of the Bagua that's really about togetherness and friendships and relationships that way. So that would be really appropriate to use in this family center. Now at the very center of the Bagua map is the area of balance and harmony. So this is represented by the concept of yin and yang. So here we have yellow, orange, and brown as the colors for this particular Bagua area. So you want to think of stones like smoky quartz, golden tiger's eye, bronzite, citrine. These are all beautiful crystals to use for the center of the Bagua for balance and harmony. But if you were considering what to choose based on the elemental correspondence, this area is connected with the element of earth. So you might want to call in some chrysocolla for that earthy goddess energy. Azurite malachite would be a great choice for this, or even something like petrified wood that has that really beautiful earthy energy. Now thinking about balance and harmony and crystals that really promote that, you could use something like moonstone, which is all about harmonizing cycles in our lives. You could use snowflake obsidian, which has that balance of black and white energy or even chrysanthemum stone. Now the next area of the Bagua is in the center right, and this area corresponds to creativity and children, and it's typically related to the colors white or pastel tones, which I love because children usually are really fond of pastel colors, so this is kind of a good way to remember the colors that are appropriate for this area. So I really like to use white or soft blue or pale pink. These are perfect colors to use here. So you might want to think about something like clear quartz or selenite. Um, Rainbow moonstone is a great one. And again, pink opal, blue opal, those are really great here as well. Now, the elemental correspondences for this area are fire and metal. So you can pull in um, some of those fiery stones, some of those metallic stones. There's also a small influence again here from water. So bringing in some aquamarine to this area is great, particularly because this is about creativity. Aquamarine is really strongly connected to creative expression. It's also that pale pastel blue and connects to the water element. So you kind of have that really great balance and that strong resonance with aquamarine in this area. But you could also pull in something like carnelian for creativity because it relates to the sacral chakra where creative ideas are formed. Um, or you could pull in something like rose quartz or blue appetite to relate to children and the idea of children. Now this doesn't have to be, you know, children in your family or children in your life. This can be um, also your ability to create or birth something into the world. So it's really interesting that the creativity and children area are one and the same because sometimes you're birthing in, you know, actual children and sometimes you're birthing in creative ideas and those become your children. So really think about this a little bit more conceptually also and how it relates to your sacred business and also to your personal work with your healing stones. Now in the near left corner to your main entry, we have the wisdom and personal growth section of the Bagua. And this area is related to blue, green, and black stones. So here I really like to work with the light to deep blues, but really true blues. I love celestite here, blue apatite, blue kyanite, lapis lazuli. These are beautiful stones for this area. 
Uh, and this is related to the water and wood elements. So we talked about a few stones for the wood element, but for water, I mentioned aquamarine earlier, but you can also use blue kyanite, you can use blue calcite. These are beautiful water element stones. Now thinking about wisdom, Think about stones that are related to wisdom. I really love rainbow fluorite for this. I love golden tiger's eye, blue tiger's eye, and red tiger's eye. These would all make really good stones for corresponding to the wisdom area of the Bagua map. And then for personal growth, you can think about things um, that are related to your growth in terms of wisdom. You can use those wisdom stones, but also think about personal growth in relation to things like success. So something like citrine, personal growth in relation to the way that you think about yourself and appreciate and love yourself. So you can consider something like rose quartz for this area. Really customize this section of the Bagua to what's happening in your life or business right now. What really needs to shift or change? Where do you need to grow? And incorporate crystals that really correspond to that concept in this area of the Bagua. Now in the near center, right in front of your main entry to your space, um, this is the career and livelihood area. So this is very important in your healing arts room, your office, uh, but even in your own home, if you're just using these crystals at home. So this is the career and livelihood area. It's connected to black, the color black. So consider using black stones like black obsidian, jet, shungite, black tourmaline, black onyx. These are all perfect here because they really ground things into the physical, which is so strongly related to the root chakra and the career aspect of your life and your livelihood. So really think about pulling in some black crystals in this area. Now this area is connected with wood, metal, and water. It's primarily a water energy, but it does have a small influence from wood and metal as well. Now, choosing stones that relate to your career, you might want to think about things like smoky quartz, which again really grounds things into the physical. You might want to consider adding crystals like carnelian or fire agate for motivation, passion, and drive in the work you're doing, or something like ruby or garnet to really awaken the root chakra and connect you with that success energy. Now let's look at the final area of the Bagua map, and this is in the near right corner of the Bagua, and this is the travel and helpful people area of the Bagua map, and it's related to the colors gray, white, and black. So I really have always kind of struggled to get this quite right in my own space, um, so I'm just going to be honest about that. I feel like this is the one I'm always kind of tweaking and changing and and things are happening and moving and shifting, but it never quite lands just how I need it to. Um, and that's probably because I'm not a big traveler, which is strange since I'm like a quadruple Sagittarius. We're definitely big on travel. Uh, but for me, this is an area that's it's just always shifting. So again, don't be afraid to change things up, but whenever you do make a change, give it some time and just see how things land before making more shifts. 
So here, um, I really like to use more of the black and white stones. So chrysanthemum stone, snowflake obsidian, clear quartz, selenite, those are all great here. If you wanted to work with something that's a little bit more gray, then black moonstone is an excellent choice. You could also use larvikite, which is sometimes called silver labradorite, but it's not actually labradorite at all. It's larvikite. It's kind of its own mineral. Um, and this area is connected to metal and water. It's kind of a strong balance between those two elements. So pulling in some of those crystals related to the water element or the metal element can help bring some balance to this area as well. And then looking at this idea or this concept of travel, lapis lazuli is an excellent stone to incorporate for travel. You could also think about stones that help with safe travel, like blue chalcedony and moonstone. Those are perfect for this. And then helpful people. I tend to think of things that help with networking and making connections. So I love double terminated Tibetan quartz for this. This is a great stone for making connections with other people. You might want to think about using, again, rhodonite here for solidifying relationships. You could also consider using something like Heliodor for bringing harmony in a group of people. So that's a little look at this crystal Bagua map and incorporating these different crystal energies in your space. And I hope that you found you know, some good takeaways that it kind of got your wheels turning a little bit about how you can start to incorporate some of these crystals in your healing arts room to really enhance the flow of energy um, for your sacred business or how you can just incorporate some of these energies in your own home or in your sacred space at home where you're really shifting and transforming things for yourself. So I hope you found a lot of value in today's episode. If you want more information about anything we discussed in this episode or to go grab that free downloadable crystal bagua chart, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, of course, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave me a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe through that link so that you never miss a future episode. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com.